Hi, everybody. This is Special Mikey from Nerd Podcast Radio. Just here to give you a friendly reminder that today we're actually going to have some spoilers for the YouTube series, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. If there's something you haven't seen and you really want to see, maybe go ahead and give it a watch and then give us a listen. But just so you know, it's there. And enjoy the episode, and thanks for giving us the listen. Enjoy the show. Buttercup. And Super Vegan Brian. Michael, you said Nerd Podcast Radio. That's different. Weren't we Nerd Pundit Radio? What happened? Well, that's going to bring us right into some housekeeping here, gentlemen. We were actually surfing the web and found that there's actually a website out there called nerdpundit.com. Gasp! Yeah, gasp! So we uh, took the high road and decided to avoid some sticky situations and changed our project to Nerd Podcast Radio. Isn't that right, Brian? Well, I reached out to Nerd Pundit, and they are some wonderful, wonderful people. They have a great website called nerdpundit.com. They have an amazing podcast that I've been listening to called Dinosaur Machines. You can find it on um, SoundCloud. Just search for Dinosaur Machines, where they talk about games. And I spent, I stayed up way too late watching Let's Plays of Oxenfree because of that. <laughs> they gave yeah. a good review, I guess. They uh, well, I was to their podcast, and it's like I can't listen to this without context. So I had to watch the Let's Play so I could so I could actually know what the heck they were talking about. And that's a cool game. It's a good game. Hmm, I'll have to, I'll have to check out the Let's Plays then. They also did a really really cool article on Wow the movie, the Warcraft oh, movie, um, and it synced up with what we were talking about the Warcraft movie. It was like the same opinion. <laughs> Oh, so they're us and other bodies. Okay. <laughs> they're the East Coast version. They're like the alternate reality version. Nice. Now, oh, we're, hearing, we're hearing your daughter a lot today, Daddy. Michael. Are you going to have issues with that today? Where we have a restless child. Probably not. She just likes to be next to Daddy. She's going to be... She's going to be the back. fourth... She's going to be the fourth host. She's our, she's our fourth host. For, so I guess we do have a special guest. Yes. If you don't scream... <laughs> Oh, she tends to be a screamer. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't scream, scream! As loud as she could. <laughs> I'm gonna put I'm gonna edit in little bleeps when she talks to make it sound like you have a foul mouthed child. Oh my god. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> that will be funny. It once again, whenever I say I'm gonna edit anything while we're on the podcast, I'm not gonna. I know. <laughs> <laughs> But you should. It'd be great. Um, Now that I said that, let's um, our big housekeeping. Our Facebook page went live. We have a ton of people. Thank you all for liking our page. Um, Thank you enough. And like we're doing something. By looking at our podcast stats, I was shocked to see that there are people know that listen to our podcast. I was very shocked about it. It's not just our friends. There's a ton of our friends that are the podcast. Oh, of course, we're friends with a lot of like-minded people. Um, Daniel Cross, our our um, audio technician and musician, has listened to our cast almost more than everybody else. He's tied for the lead with um, David Theobald III, a friend of mine from the Pathfinder community. Yes, uh, that is great because it actually shows that we're actually getting some kind of networking spidering out 
And I, I've seen a couple people that I'm just like, who the heck are you? And I thought maybe you would know him, but knowing that it's just some random people are picking it up and liking it, that's great. Um, so I got a little bit, I went to, um, our friendly local gaming store, SoCal Games and Comics in Temecula and talked to their comic book representative, um, Matthias. And how did um, that go? He is very interested in being on the show. So we're just oh, going to have to schedule that. So. We will we'll yes. have some actual guest and content on our comic book episode. I will agree with that. that. That'll actually be a very good episode. Get another person's point of view, especially somebody who manages that portion of the shop. Like, make sure he, because he's got to be very versed if he's able to run it. Yeah, I think he just, I think he does two whole stores too. I don't think it's just SoCo Games and Comics. I think he does Sky High and San Marcos. He really oh my goodness. Knows. So he's got to know his stuff. He's got to know his stuff. Cool. Yeah, he's really excited. Um, he wants to know the comics we're going to talk about, so I'm going to open that up to the listeners. Um, if you want to hear us talk about a specific comic book, even if it's like brand new or obscure, um, suggest it in the Facebook group, and we'll we'll let Matthias know, and we yes. can get his ideas and opinion on those. And if you want to be sadistic, we can make him read things like um, like Hello Kitty and Archie and stuff like that. Make oh, him read yes. Sex Criminals. I hear that is great. I've heard from several of my very close friends that that is an amazing. Twisted but beautiful comic. I, I say I'm being sadistic by making him read Archie, but a lot of people read Archie. Archie's a Archie's a growing popular thing. I mean, they're they're even well, going to have a show on the CW. Well, yeah, they changed the uh, what was it the, the art styles and they changed up the, how the stories run, and it's really caused listeners to come back. Archie is readers. Yes, readers are are, are really coming back to seeing the Archie verse. Not to say that there aren't people who listen to comics. I'm sure that there's some vision impaired people. There are a lot of people yeah, that, Brian. that listen to comics. Jeez, yeah. just being so rude to those disabled. Uh, you're blind, so you can't listen. You're blind, so you don't get to you don't get to read <laughs> comics. We live in that kind of world. So Brian mentioned that we have a Facebook, but as of today, did you all know we now have a Twitter? Yes, a Twitter. I say. Follow Could us you at. Tell us that Twitter. I was about to. Okay. <laughs> Follow us at Nerdcast Radio. Nerdcast Radio. That's Nerdcast Radio. Follow us at Nerdcast. That's Radio. our special podcast Twitter. It's, a, it's so the one that's attached to the podcast. Yeah, I tried to put Nerd Podcast Radio, but that was like one letter too long, so it's Nerdcast. So go there, do the follows, yeah. the shares, and the likes and the comments. All that shit you do on social media. You, you damn millennials. You mean your people? I <laughs> know. Fuck up. Yeah, Brian, you're hanging out with two millennials that actually have goals <laughs> in their life. What do you, fuck you. Fuck you, Michael. Stop with that fucking millennial hate. Did you know that the millennials, this generation, is seeing the biggest number of entrepreneurs and new business owners in American history since a long fucking time ago? So to all those people saying millennials are a bunch of lazy assholes and don't want and just want a bunch of free shit, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Sorry, Who I says that. I never said that. Uh, not you specifically. Did Michael you know, say I'm that? Not, I'm not quite saying that, but at the same time, I do see a good number of them still living at home with McDonald's jobs. Okay, well let's not get into this discussion because this well, could be well, an entire topic on there, itself. There, remember, <laughs> well, this is the thing, Anthony is international right now, so he doesn't have a perspective on the numbers of... <laughs> this is true. Where are you at this week, Anthony? Anthony? Uh, oh, no, no. Did, I, I, I'm in charge of Anthony's travel, so I have to make... Oh, oh yes, that's right. You're his booking agent. Where yes, did you send yes. him? Well, I felt bad about sending Anthony to Siberia last week, so I thought he needed a little 
to, he needed to get warmed up. So he is in Tanzania. Oh. Um, because they're making a movie there, um, and we wanted him to cover it. It is the um, copyright, um, the international copyright remake of X Men. It's called Y Men. <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay. It's not terrible. It's actually it holds up, huh? That like yeah. you were telling us. I heard he. I heard in this remake, you know, over there, he's actually going to be in the yellow suit. Um, I might be in it. What? We, we managed to pull that. We're going to get you in Y Men. Um, that I I just thought it was a little weird though that in the movie though that their Cyclops has two eyes. Like they thought that Cyclops needed to have two eyes. Yeah, they call him Cyclops. It's insane. <laughs> people uh, people listening to the call are like, what the hell are they talking about? Just to explain, Anthony is our international correspondent. We send him to, to remote places all over the world to get information on nerdy things, not well-represented places. Like Tanzania. Tanzania, apparently. Yes. I just wanted to send Anthony someplace that's hotter than where I live. Oh, yeah, it's, um, thanks. Uh, it's kind of tricky to do. It gets hot, it gets, it gets hot in Southern California. Okay, now that that's this is out of the way, what are we talking about today? <laughs> oh, you guys actually want to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, today we're actually to talk about the U of Two. YouTube. Yep, YouTube. How are we going to spend an hour talking about YouTube? There, I don't there, know. How? Possibly. Oh, I don't know how three people who go on off-rail tangents all the time could cover such a topic as YouTube. Well, let's give it a try. Well, being that before we talked about doing YouTube, we had to tell Michael that he had to talk about three things instead of 20. We all have a very long we like on YouTube Monster now that actually helps creators. Yeah, we're like, pick three YouTube channels. Michael's like, here's my 30. Uh, yeah. Okay. Pick three. I was like, well, you guys said three, but I'm going to do it. So I, I'm the Brian. This <laughs> so, um, what's, the, what's the conglomerate that ultimately owns YouTube? Who bought them? That's right. It's um, Google. Google. Well, Google. you're kind of right because the conglomerate is Alphabet. Alphabet owns Google. Oh, what? I didn't know Google was owned by anyone. They had to create a conglomerate so they're not a so they're not a monopoly. Oh yeah, because then they'd be a monopoly otherwise. Um, also, they wanted to go bigger and be able to do some world changing things like um, trying to make people immortal. Look it up. They're really doing that. Oh, is it the, the 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 guy getting his head chopped off and replaced on another person's body? I haven't heard about that. I'll, I know that. Um, <laughs> I know what? that Alphabet has a company that's researching the cure for aging. Never mind. I'm like, way the fuck off. They're trying to cure aging. Okay, that that's your that's something. well. I know YouTube. They're one of their biggest feats in the last couple of years is uh, opening their one the studio I believe here uh, over in LA. Where they actually give funding to certain creators that apply. If I'm wrong, submit a correction to our YouTube, to our uh, Facebook group. But I, I remember reading something about it, and a company uh, channels like Rocket Jump and everything got in on. Uh, is yeah, that the YouTube Red? Is that the YouTube Red? I think that's what spawned YouTube Red. I think I think that's where YouTube Red was spawned was to cover the the creation costs for certain channels. I was interested in YouTube Red for just being able to listen to YouTube on my phone without keeping the screen on. Yeah, that's actually an interesting part to me, too, but I, I can't bring myself to want to pay for it. I, I, I should probably do it for like a month or so just so we can talk about it on the call. But no, I haven't done it or checked it out. Yeah, if you want to do that, just 
go ahead and try it out and we will definitely give you a small corner of time to, to enlighten us on it and how you feel about a it. A small corner of time. It'll be like, <laughs> Brian, Brian, listen to YouTube, Brad. All right, next topic. Well, from what I understand, uh, a I lot promise of, at least 10 minutes. A lot of the YouTubers I watch, um, some of them are part of the YouTube Red program. And they all say the same thing. It's a great program. It really helps them a lot to monetize better. And it's just all around. They, they love it. Uh, so f- at least from the YouTuber side, the creator side. Now, red. so people don't get upset with us because we're talking about YouTube. So we, we, we're, we're not going to be getting deep into PewDiePie today only yeah. because it would take up the entire call. We'll probably do an entire yeah. episode on PewDiePie at some point, at some point. I don't really yeah. watch PewDiePie, to be honest. <laughs> I'm weird. I, I, I've seen uh, a couple of his stuff, but I don't watch him very often. I've only seen a little bit. I love the fact that he does... Well, no, now I'm getting into it. But I love the Crap. fact that he does Let's Plays on um, goofy games that you might not necessarily have heard of. Just ridiculously yeah. goofy games. I, that's a great thing about his content. So, yeah, that's enough said about PewDiePie. Like I said, yeah. it's going to take too long. I know, I know one channel that... I'm, I'm just going to mention this. One channel that I know benefited from... The YouTube, uh, basically creator assistance funding is what I'm going to say. To me, is what it it seems like it was, was Rocket Jump. uh, And they're the ones that did uh, high school, uh, video game high school. Yeah, they're like, they're like, um, they were people who went through like game design college and created a channel to do cool things. Yeah. Yeah, they do a lot of stuff. Their their one video, Flower Gun, is really good if you guys haven't seen it. Did they do the Portal Gun video? Yeah, yeah, they did a portal gun video. They um, they've done he, they've done a lot of stuff. Uh, the lead guy, I believe his name is Freddie Wong. Yeah, it's Freddie Wong. Yeah, and, my my only contact with them is through the Fine Brothers, just watching YouTubers react type things and seeing them on it. Yeah, but they they did get some uh, some assistance from them, and they got studio space, and that's why if you watch season one of Video Game High School, it, it's not it's actually really good budget, but and then you go to season two, it, there you notice subtle differences between the sets. But the show was great. If you ever want to believe they have three full seasons. I haven't watched it. It's, it's, it's very good. It, it's actually pretty awesome. It's been on Netflix. Yeah, it's uh, season one I know was put up as a movie. Oh, that's cool. And I, I got a couple people to watch it at my house, and they loved it. It's great. It's basically, oh, guy, kid gets sent to, a pres- to a, gets sent to a prestigious video, to a prestigious high school that's actually the best in video gaming because all their sports teams are actually video games. Like their football team is actually something like Counter-Strike or Battlefield players. I don't like this topic. This topic is going to make me work because I'm going to have to <laughs> go back to the whole thing and get links to everything and put it in I the know, description. I know. Yeah. Uh, hey, Brian, put a link in the description. Uh, video game high school. Video <laughs> game high school. Rocket. Rocket jump. Everyone's <laughs> listening to me right. Because <laughs> we made Brian mad. This is entertaining. You should you should uh, vocalize all your writing, Anthony. And when you're mad writing, you should, you should put really emphasis. How do I put emphasis on my writing? I'll break my pencil. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing, writing angry. angry. <laughs> you know, if you're writing angry, as you're writing, you just go video game high school. But I'm writing with a number two pencil. It'll break. Yeah, mm-hmm. get a number three. Better get a mechanical one. We're using lead. No, no, me- no mechanical pencils sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I would break that too. I actually, I, I have a number four mechanical, oh. or, I, or like what is it, a point two? I don't uh, know. Not a point two, like <laughs> a like a. It's like a one point four. Yeah, it's like massive lead. Yeah, I use it for technical drawings. 
yeah, that's basically what they're good for. So, but yes, YouTube. So we're covering this, and I'm. But before we actually dive right into that, I wanted to cover. We'll tell everybody what we're doing. But today we're going to do our everybody's favorite game of the week. What's nerdy with you, Brian? You're first. Oh, we're doing it first. Okay, yes. okay. So I had a little bit of a dilemma because I did two things that were awesome. I'm going to mention the first one, just honorable mention of the first one because it was cool. Um, I um, spent an hour watching TED Talks with my girlfriend, Heather. Nice. Really? Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, we cracked up laughing over jokes about accounting and copyright math. Nice. <laughs> nice. What is yeah. copyright math? I'm um, when they do statistics for um, copyright, like... Um, how the recording and how the the movie industry claims how much money they lost based on piracy. Oh, uh, you know, it's funny. Okay. About um, trying to determine how much money you lost based on piracy. It's almost impossible because you can't know that all those pirates were going to buy your game or your movie or your TV show or whatever. Yeah. It is. Yeah. The, the, well, the, the, the joke was if that much money was lost, that means that the rec- the movie industry is in a $72 billion deficit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah so sense. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, and that they lost, that they have, um, they yeah. lost so many employees that they're like at negative, negative 100,000 employees. That was the joke. But, you know, I'm, that's not my nerdy thing. I, I just wanted, that would have been my nerdy thing if this hadn't happened to me. <laughs> As usual, um, last Tuesday I went to karaoke at After Five, Rob Kelly's After Five in Hammett. Yeah. Uh, my favorite place for karaoke. There I had a chat, a chat with the bouncer, Jared. Now I'll tell you a little bit about Jared. He's huge. I think of myself as tall as six foot two, but Jared towers over me. I'm not sure. Sh- I'm pretty sure he's a little bit taller, but I'm going to call him six foot 10 for the point of this story. Um, <laughs> he, he's really five eleven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does his job well. He keeps an eye out and keeps us safe when we enjoy a night out at after five. Um, so let me get to the nerdy thing. I'm outside vaping. Vape nation. Yeah, yeah, Vape Nation. <laughs> and I mentioned anime to Jared, and his eyes lit up as he's a self-proclaimed anime and manga nerd. All right. Um, manga nerd. Yeah, not manga. Sorry, Jared, manga nerd. Um, we have a short talk, little two-minute bits over the night because he can't hang out and talk for too long. Because he, um, and he tells me what's exciting to him about anime right now. He tells me about D and, high school D&D. Um, and listeners, if you want to listen to that, watch that, you can watch it on you on Hulu. Um, I watched it. It's freaking funny. Um, seven deadly sins on Netflix and you lie in April on Netflix. I want to check those out. I haven't checked them out yet. I've heard of seven deadly sins. Seven deadly sins and you lie in April. Um, but then we chatted about nerds and what makes a nerd. He said he's been labeled as a jock since high school and it doesn't really fit. He competes. Because um, he's a professional MMA wrestler. Good lord! And he's in super shape, and he's a huge jacked dude. Um, but he likes manga and he likes anime. And he went on to say that a lot of bouncers are nerdy. They're the same way, and you shouldn't judge people by how they look. No, so we had a really cool chat, and I wanted to plug him um, and just um, throw his information out there. Do you think um, we would ever be able to get him on as a guest? I uh, he said he would be really interested in that. He is computerless at the moment, so I have to get my home studio set up before we can have him on. That sounds good to me. And then we just have to give him lots of notice. Um, his name is Jared Michael Vendera, and he's a professional MMA fighter. He's four to zero. 
uh, four wins, zero losses for those who don't know about MMA. Wow, that's great. Uh, and he trains at the Henderson Athletic Center in Temecula, California. Oh, and yeah. trains and teaches at Team Quest, California, in San Jacinto, California. He's there? Yeah, he's a, he's a teacher there. Cool. And he specializes in Dutch kickboxing. Dutch. I don't know anything about Dutch kickboxing. I I'm making a note of that. Dutch kickboxing. I'm, I'm looking that up. Dutch. I'm doing a Brian. Dutch kickboxing. Yeah, I've been keeping it. I've been keeping up with him online. So as soon as we're capable, we'll try to have him on. He'll be he'll be a fun guest. Yeah, we are we are definitely gonna have him on. He sounds so, like a very interesting. Yeah, it was just cool to talk to him about how he about how he gets judged for how he looks, and he's this giant guy. And he's actually very sweet when he's not wanting to pound your face in for hundreds of dollars. I wouldn't call him sweet. I, 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 I'd be afraid if I called him. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm not saying to him in any kind of personal, like, <laughs> way. But he's a nice guy. He's a I'm nice guy. I'm going to go back to karaoke with you at After Five and you introduce me to him. I'm not saying he's. Oh, if you ever want to have a conversation about anime, it's, it, it, it's, it's amazing. He, he just gets really excited and talks about all this stuff. Um, uh, I do have to warn the listeners. High school D and D is the most perverted hope thing I've ever seen. I don't know the genre of anime. Um, I, I want to say it's called harem schoolgirl anime. He's where, where the main character surrounded by women who love him or want to. Be yeah. Cool. Uh, and if harem schoolgirl, it might be a schoolgirl surrounded by cute boys. The, the, the main character is a giant perv. His ultimate goal is to have a harem. And oh, yeah, it would be. A, yeah, it's a harem. It's a, a classic harem anime. Yeah, it's and he gets so and the women. It's like it's his goal. But the women are already throwing themselves at him, but he's being nice and trying to be a friend, so he doesn't realize he has his goal already. Ah, yeah, yeah. it's such well. That yeah. category of of harem is it's yeah, it's the boy wanting um, you know being surrounded by all these women throwing themselves at them, but the boy himself is actually a very kind of dumb, ditzy, bland character. Yo, this this realize. particular character, it's not that he's dumb; he just actually becomes friends with these people, and actually at the same time, friend. yeah. Um, but at the same time, he hasn't quit being a giant perv. It's it's pretty hilarious. Um, the the little added thing they add to it is that he's um, um, he actually gets his power from being a giant perv. Amazing. Yeah, watching this sounds good. This sounds good. Yeah, yeah. This sounds pretty funny. You can watch you can watch the first two seasons on Hulu, and then after that, you can watch them on Funimation. You can, I think you can get like two or three episodes on the Funimation website before you have to subscribe, so you can get a good chunk of content. Right, you got cool. a crunchy roll. So I spent a long time talking about my nerdy thing. Who's next? <laughs> Anthony. Okay, so. We know what my nerdy thing was. Me and the wife went to go see The Killing Joke in here. Two episodes planning. This has been overhyped. Yeah, way. So, uh, no, without, you know, spilling too much, because I'm I, planning on seeing this. I plan on doing a write-up, actually, on Facebook about about it, because the reviews are mixed, which I disagree with. Well, I guarantee there's it's mixed because there's going to be the people there that are like, oh, well... This isn't exactly the comic. There, there isn't this. There isn't that. Uh, well, no. It, a large chunk of it is following the comic almost exactly. It's sure. just that there's a, a beginning 30 minutes of it that is a little bit of an extra added story specifically following Batwoman or Batgirl. And something happens. I'm not going to say what. That upset a lot of people. And I already know. 
<laughs> I, 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 I read this. So I, I was reading through all the critics and, and like a lot of the reviews was like, I didn't like the first 30 minutes. So I'm going to give the whole movie one star. And I'm like, okay, so you don't like that's 30 stupid. minutes of it. That's like, that's not even a third of the movie. Yeah, that, that's that's dumb. You should. And, and most of them are like, I don't like the 30 minutes, but the rest of it was amazing. So one star. What the fuck? I didn't like a small part of it, so I hate the whole thing. That's stupid. Makes that's no very, sense. Did you ever pick up the 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 trade for Killing Joke? No, I no. have, but I've read it online, so I know. It, and it does okay, it follows cool. the story. Like just once you get past the first like 30 minutes or so, it follows the comic almost exactly. Well, the first 30 minutes, it sounds like it's house cleaning on who Batgirl. No, it's not even house cleaning at all. It's not. I'm not, I'm not gonna no. say anything. It's yeah. It's, we're, we're, let's not it's talk. Literally, about the thing. Wait, let's not talk about the thing we're not gonna talk about for too long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, okay, but uh, I'm looking forward to getting. It. I'm actually gonna try and get a physical copy of it instead of just uh, doing like an on-demand rental. Um, me and the wife liked it though, e- including the the opening thirty minutes. It, it wasn't the best part of the movie, but it wasn't terrible. I saw what they were trying to do, and I appreciate what they were trying to do. It's good really good i liked uh, it it was a good movie i thought so that it was would, great but didn't you, wait didn't you go see it in theaters i did went awesome. to see it in theaters and they had an opening part before the movie of a interview with mark hamill talking about him coming back as the joker and the his whole when, when they first asked him to voice the joker was he there no he wasn't oh. there uh, it was you, it was an interview they did and they recorded man, it if he was there that'd be auto they, they recorded it I don't know. Anthony's been planning this for a couple of weeks. I think he's going to win already, unless you can come <laughs> up with something really good. Uh, good movie, though. I, I I recommend watching it. I don't care what the reviews say. It was good. Yeah. Plus, it's supposed to be rated R, isn't it? Yeah, and some people even complained about that. Like, how dare you take this kid's cartoon and make it rated R? And I just did. Like, you read the graphic novel? It, it, this uh, was never a kid's story. Yeah, like you fucking idiots. Just just fucking. No, crap. this was never a kid's story. No, deal with it. Come on, I think it was a great idea. Yeah, it just... Deadpool mm, worked. Those people upset me. <laughs> so, I guess that, that that boils down to your hostess with some of the most. <laughs> okay, I gotta know, Michael, what'd you do? Mine's actually a history nerd kind of thing. That's rare. On Tuesday, it's not rare for Michael. <laughs> no, it's not at all. On, a tu- on Tuesday last week, I well, all last week, listeners, I was actually on vacation from my day job. At County Sisters Grocery Store. <laughs> and we planned out this this week. You know, the end of the week was a certain, that was a certain, was a whole big thing. But Tuesday, we had a free day when we realized we had tickets to go to the USS Midway, which is an aircraft carrier hard docked down in San Diego across the bay from Coronado Island. Oh, that it's is a, such a cool museum. I've been there. Yeah, it's a floating museum. I, I nerded out so hard just <laughs> stepping under the boat and seeing the giant brass bell that said midway on it, right before you walk in like it, it, it was literally under gasm the heat that the heat and humidity that was that was beating down on me that day didn't even i didn't even feel it i was just in such happiness michael likes big boat no no, no i gotta ask you did you take did you take pictures you can share on the facebook page i have pictures i can share yes i just haven't it's really cool. uploaded I, uh, I thought i was setting up you up for failure yay no, <laughs> I, I, have I, I do have some pictures we I took my wife, me and my wife and I went with our daughter and there's helicopters on the flight deck that are open and you can actually walk in them and sit down in them. And 
I was sitting there and I looked at my wife like, I want to go up into those. I'm like, look at those. Because I think that's really interesting. And she she literally looked at me and said, you're such a nerd. <laughs> and she looked over and apparently my daughter is too because she ran for those helicopters going up the steps to one of them and sitting down in the crewman seats. Oh, she'll remember that her whole life. Oh, she was, it was amazing. She was sitting there and she was smiling, looking at them. We took pictures. Um, on the front of the midway, there's actually two giant prongs that stick out. They're actually called bridal catches. Because they used to use cables to throw the jets off the plane, uh, the, the jets off the boat, <laughs> instead of the giant, the giant powered catapults they have now. Yeah, those were yeah. Cool. they were they're actually giant cable catapults that were that, and these things were bridal catches. They caught the cables as the jets left. You can walk down on them, and they're at like a, I want to say twenty degree angle, and so you actually do kind of like feel like you might slip off if there wasn't fencing put up around the ship. And just standing on the end of that, that, oh, that was great. I actually got lost on the second deck because I was so wrapped up in it. So I, it, it, that was that was my that's my geeky thing for, for the week. I got lost on the midway because I was geeking so hard. Actually, <laughs> I, I I stood for Anthony. I mean, that's I, I, really I, cool. But Anthony has been planning his for a while. He did his was and his he went was, to the theater. I agree. I really do. <laughs> Anthony does win, but I'm going to tell you this right now. For I want to. The midway. When I was on it, I found I went down a staircase because basically like a really nice ladder on the ship because it's very tight and compact in there. I ended up in the chief's uh, in the chief officer's uh, mess and lounge, and I was the only one in there like at all, and it was actually kind of creepy. Yeah. It, it, it was really it was very nice. There was offices, a big, a big lounge. They had their own private mess hall, and I was looking around, really realizing I was the only one standing in there. I, I kind of got creeped out. Creepy ghost I guarantee there's there's something there are some things on that ship because that ship saw a lot of combat. Yes, <laughs> it's an amazing place. It is. It, it's literally a floating city. So, what was our topic again this week? Yes, back to the Oats. main. Oats and Oats. <laughs> no, it was it was the it was YouTube. We're we're, we're here with YouTube. Uh, one of our biggest passions. One of the biggest thing. One of the greatest glorious time wasters. But then again, if you're enjoying it, it can't really be considered timely. Valid. Valid. Well, I mean, heck, nowadays, we, I mean, we, you could probably go on and find a YouTube channel for every topic we just talked about and what's nerdy with us. Yes, that is yes, Including the Midway. Oh, yes. I, if somebody wants to know more or anything, just what, write in about like the Midway or any kind of history geek, history nerd stuff, go ahead and write me on the, on the group on Facebook. I would gladly talk. <laughs> so, but you know, with our main back to our actual topic for the show, I want to actually go ahead and get you know the first point of view and everything. Like Brian, like what's some of your favorite YouTube shows, channel, channels? Okay, so um, for the people who've been listening to all the episodes, you've been waiting for us to talk about. Don't hug me, I'm scared, guys. Don't hug me, I'm scared. You finally seen it. I know you've seen it. What kind of input you got? Uh, what the fuck? I I that that made me very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. So, um, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared for the viewers, and um, it is a British-made creation of a, it's a, I would call it a parody of a children's puppet show in the style of, like, Sesame Street, and it gets very dark, very weird, very gross at times, and it's the most, I think it's one of the most amazing things that every anybody who's just gone through the trouble of creating, it's six episodes long, each episode is, like, three to four minutes, um, doesn't take you very long to get through it, and but it will leave you different after you watch it. I, it I am there. I am. I, I am there. Very, very different. It yeah, it's, 
It and, touched me in all the wrong places. And the songs, there, there are songs in every episode, and they are infectious. Yeah, they are. I am a clock. I tell you time. I am a clock, and I tell you time. And time is the thing that makes us rhyme. And time... <laughs> yeah. I, I can't do the clock one. I can do the, I am a computer. I'm a computer guy. Everything yeah, made that's out the one of I think copyrighted material. <laughs> yeah, let's not sing the whole song. I don't feel like getting... Well, actually, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that later. <laughs> that whole that the, the whole series for Don't Hug Me I'm Scared. I liked it. It was very interesting, thought provoking. I'm very different now. Some of that's probably middle scarring. Oh, the but, one about cults just left me reeling and oh, wanting to puke at the end. That one scared no. the holy hell out of me. Oh, when, was, the, when the bug thing popped up at the end, that gross slime covered bug thing. That was yeah. bad and gross, but I think the one that got me the most was the food one. That one was oh. weird. God, and that little freeze, with the duck, with the, the freeze duck. frame of the giant can plate with the dismembered duck on the plate. Yeah, and yeah, he's just yeah. pulling the organs out of his body and eating them. I'm like, oh, oh. Jesus, what the fuck? With that, with that creepy like <laughs> oh, in the background. Oh, um, yeah, that. Oh, I, I'm surprised they didn't have nightmares after that one. And the duck was kept looking at him like, why are you eating? So I'm going to tell you the main prevailing theory about Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. So Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared is, like I said, it's supposed to be like a children's show with puppets. And the prevailing theory, the creators just say everyone's right. They don't substantiate any given theory. But the the prevailing theory is that Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared is commentary on the media. Mm. Uh, The first episode talks about creativity and how the media wants to stifle your creativity to basically say that they're the ones that are creative and you can't be on your own. Um, so you won't make your own stuff. You'll just get stuff from them. Well, that makes sense because the one who is trying to finish like, no, that's wrong. Then the second episode, Time, um, is a commentary about how the media thinks you should use all your time to just plug yourself in and soak up all their media. Yeah. Then when you talk about the one with computers, they're saying computers are just a way for them to take your personal information. Oh, yeah, that one for sure, because it turned them into digital people and made them live in the world and had complete control. And the one, about, the one about love is a commentary on religion. Yeah, I saw that. Then, um, did I skip any? I got food. Food was the next one? Food, after I think, came after love. So food is just the media basically trying to dictate, you know, this is what you eat and this is what's good for you, even though they're just feeding you crap. Yeah, because they're, they're talking about all the good foods are in like meats and stuff. They're like, no. Yeah, they're like, that'll make you gray. That'll make your teeth turn gray. And then, <laughs> yep. then um, the, the last episode is talking about how unplugging the machine, the, the media engine, and when everything gets reset at the end, that's YouTubers creating their own content. But it restarts. Yeah. Um, the When it restarts at the end, all of the characters have changed color to be the favorite colors they mentioned in the first episode. Yes. So it's real. It's it's them creating their own. You also look the set doesn't have as many props, so it's simpler. It's it's home created content instead of content being force fed to you by the media. It's all a giant ad for YouTube. And the notepad <sighs> popping up in the last episode is a warning saying, um, "Don't let YouTube change into 
a media engine like the rest. Don't let it start over. Yeah, there's there's a whole lot more symbolism that, that you don't have time. You can find a lot of like YouTube videos. That, one of the great things about YouTube is you don't only get content, but you get content commentating on anything. Like you can look up almost any YouTube video and find somebody doing a commentary review on that YouTube video. Yeah, yeah which I find is very interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh, so, yeah, don't hug me. Hug me down. Don't hug me. I'm scared. That so, was really good. What, what else? Do you rather than letting me take the stand on all five, um, let me hand it over to someone else and then I'll take it back to go over. Because I got a bunch of stuff and it'll be better if we switch back and forth rather than me okay, doing well, each case, one I really, time. I really want to hear Anthony. You really want to hear Anthony? Yes, I do. Anthony. Come on. Come on, Hindu. Jesus. Hinduski. <laughs> um, I guess the top of the docket then would, I've mentioned it before, Total Biscuit. I watch a lot of his stuff on YouTube. He is a game reviewer, specifically PC gaming. Um, After race yeah, don't, you're just jealous. Now, he's from the UK? Yes, he is. But he lives in America now. Oh, he came in? He's been in North America for a long time. How long has he been here? Years! I, I, I didn't know. I just I've seen his stuff, and I, I had no idea. Um, go ahead yeah. and keep talking about Total Biscuit. I'm going to step away. I'm going to go turn my air conditioner on because I'm catching on fire in here. I'll be right no, right. No, don't burn. We love you. So I'll, I'll catch what you talk about when I listen to the podcast later. <laughs> he, he's checking out. He's done. So he is um, not only does have his own YouTube channel, but he also uh, hosts a podcast and called called the Co-Option Podcast with his two YouTuber buddies, um, Dodger and Jesse Cox. Oh, you talking? Yeah, yeah. They they it's a gaming podcast, a PC gaming. Podcast, you'll notice a theme here. It's all PC gaming stuff. I think he doesn't like consoles. He he has consoles. He doesn't dislike consoles. He just thinks that they're an inferior mode of gaming. Yeah. Okay. They are inferior. Sorry, they are. I'm sorry, but considering how much you have to buy to upgrade a PC whenever a new game comes out, I don't. You could get a very decent PC for roughly the same price of a new, and it'll last you a lot longer. Yeah, but that's people be honestly, I've had my my consoles have lasted a, a very, very long Kind of, except for like there there's gonna be a point where that console's gonna be outdated and that PC will only need a couple parts to be upgraded. But we're gonna we'll talk about that later. This this is a whole topic on and I think everything we're talking about is a whole topic on its own. <laughs> but I'll say this much, even if even if you do agree that the price thing is an issue, PC's still better if you have the money. Uh, so there's Total Biscuit. They talk most about gaming. Um, he is pretty much the guy I turn to and the YouTube I watch whenever I'm like, should I buy this video game or not? And I try to see what he has to say because his reviews are very well done. He kind of avoids that whole, I give it a 5 out of 10 or blah, blah, blah. He just he has videotape of him playing it. He talks about what he's going through, what he's doing as he's playing talks about the menus the games the graphics just everything about a game as he's doing it in his uh, wtf is series and he's very pro-consumer so if there are people out there who are like should i buy a game i don't know is it a good game is it a bad game total biscuit is great help you don't have to propagate his censorship on our podcast you could just call it the what the fuck is it series no, 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 it's called WTF is. I know, but we know what it means. Yeah, but that's the name of the channel. If I say what the fuck is, you're going to find an all different YouTube channel. Oh, that is true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, so that's one, of the, that's one of the channels you really, you, you 
participate in a lot, right? Um, yeah. In like the last few months, is I think I've seen pretty much every video he's posted in like probably the last year. Oh wow! I watch Total Biscuit. I I I I have a different approach to him though. I I only watch one game. I only watch when he posts Hearthstone videos. I don't watch him his Twitch stuff. You don't watch his Twitch stuff. I, he's I, he's subscription only. I know. Oh wow, he is. Yep. Yeah, no. but it works for him. Yeah, he has plenty of viewers. Oh yeah, he has plenty. Oh, yeah, of he's money. he's got a fall. <laughs> he's not hurting for cash. <laughs> no, he's he's good. He's got he's if he's got if he's subscribed only he's got some money. Oh, that's good. Is there any like what is what's your like your, your top three on your list? Uh, okay, so there was Total Biscuit. After that is Boogie two nine eight eight. Um, some of you out there might know him more as Francis. Oh, he is hilarious. <laughs> and then below that is uh, Jim Sterling. Uh, thank God for him. I don't know who that is. Me neither. Uh, he's a Metacritic. Yes, he's a Metacritic who left his company a while back and went on to do his own thing called the Jimquisition. It's a YouTube channel, and he makes all his money via Patreon. Patreon uh, is a very good one. Yes. What's a Metacritic? The website Metacritic. Do you know yeah. the website Metacritic? No, not really. No. Okay, so there's a website called Metacritic. They review games, uh, a lot of things like that. And basically, it's like Rotten Tomatoes that takes a list of multiple critics and compiles all their reviews into one, and they're called Metacritic. Oh, never heard of that before. So, like, IGN is Metacritic, Polygon, and Jim Sterling. So, he's a very well-known uh, critic who started as a writing critic at first called the Jimquisition, which he moved on. Um, he still actually does this stuff, but he uh, moved on more away from writing. He still does the writing. He still does the articles, but he's doing a lot of video stuff. Do you mostly watch him for game reviews? I mostly watch him for reviews. He gives a lot of opinions about things that are going on in the current internet community world. He's very well known for kind of being an asshole at times. He can be a real dick. Uh, not always, but he can be, and it gets him into a lot of trouble sometimes because some some uh, game uh, producers and creators get very upset with him. Like uh, he is in this infinite battle with Konami. Jim oh, Sterling yeah. and Konami just just fucking hate each other uh, to the point that Konami blacklisted. Him. They they don't give him review codes and they just they don't they don't talk they to him. They hate, they hate his, his guts. Has he never has he never given them? No, he loves Kon- he loves a lot of Konami games. Like he loves, um, he loves S- Silent Hill. He loves Metal Gear. He just hates the company. I hate what they do to their product. I don't exactly disagree with him. Well, they 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 do fucked over their stuff. So yeah, they they've gotten progressively worse. But that's that's another thing. Um, in my in my opinion, they they're like they're very big DLC whores. Um, I don't know if comes with the DLC whore in as much as they are just, they have really not a lot of respect for no, the consumer. you gotta remember, I'm not a gamer. So no, what's this acronym you're throwing around? Uh, downloadable content. Oh, I knew that. I'm so proud of you, Brian. You're like a little baby bird. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and so if any of you out there want to see Jim Sterling, understand there's going to be a lot of adult content on his show. And when I say adult content, I mean, he uses dildos as props. He will, I, I think he's brought up butt plugs before. He talks a lot about just sex and all kinds of graphic things. Oh, good Lord. Nothing pornographic otherwise. It would be, but he can get very dirty. In, I, in you, the you, you should have led with that, man. I'm, I'm like, 
I, I flipped the idea in my mind of what he was. He sounded like the super professional like reviewer. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, and he might pull out a butt plug. <laughs> well, the funny thing though is yeah, I was like, still, yeah, where does really... he pull it out from? Uh, he has like a little like podium that he talks well, that's at. Good. That's why it's not pornographic because he's not pulling it out from where you keep it. No. Um, <laughs> he still actually is very professional. Like he's extremely professional as he says. He just, he adds a funny twist to it. That's why he has such a such a successful Patreon account, um, nice. and, and he has his 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 ultimate saying at the end of every show is uh and thank God for me. <laughs> he, he's very like his his whole like his whole like character is like this like I'm just so proud and full of myself kind of mentality. So your but, your top three are Total Biscuit, Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight, and Jim Sterling. Nice. So it's all gaming. Uh, well, I don't really watch, um, Boogie for the gaming, to be honest. You watch him for Francis? Yeah, I don't watch, no, I watch the Boogie channel, which he doesn't have gaming. Now, Boogie does have a gaming channel, but his channel is, I don't see a lot of gaming on his actual channel. Like so, I only really know him for Francis. I, I, I mean, I knew Francis was a character. Francis, a ridiculous character. I knew that wasn't real. Oh, yeah. Um, I've seen him talk seriously before, but yeah, I only really knew him for Francis. Did you know that the sister of Francis is actually Boogie's wife? Oh, that's interesting. I, I haven't seen the character, the, the episodes with the, the sister. I, I, as usual with anything gaming related, I've only seen the Francis video for uh, Magic the Gathering and for Diablo 3. <laughs> that one was funny. I saw the one with him uh, uh, being so obsessed with the Mountain Dew. Oh my god, the Mountain Dew rage. That was the best. I, <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Oh my god, he, he's just, he's going through all his cabinets looking for Mountain Dew. He's like, where's my Mountain Dew? What did you fuckers do with my Mountain Dew? He's, he's just sitting there stopping speaking. I want my motherfucking Mountain Dew. So more and more stuff I have to keep track of to make links. With the, <laughs> more links, Brian. This is, this is why I only shared one of my things instead of all three at once. Because I knew you guys were to do this to me and I had to focus on taking my notes. Yeah. Well, it wasn't my idea. Michael told me to keep going. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, I did. Guess what? I can't. Well, yeah, well, he's punishing me <laughs> because at the beginning of the call, you guys that are listening, you can't hear this stuff because we, you know, we plan things, we talk about things, and we work out how we're going to do this. So, so, Michael, so we all, we're all like, we're going to share our top five things, and we narrowed it down to three. But Michael shares his top ten. Of channels. <laughs> and then we tell him he has to narrow it down to three. So he's like, Oh right, I gotta narrow it down to three, eh? Well fuck you, Brian. We're gonna we're gonna add so much content, you're gonna have to fill up ten notepads. Yeah. <laughs> you're no, such a nice know. guy. You had to force that so hard. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> uh, that was that was a very hard force for me. Uh, so but Anthony, what are uh since Brian wants to go later on with the rest of this stuff, I'm gonna I, go ahead. Keep Anthony scrolling. Anthony, I want to know some of your favorite videos. We need to hear your favorite channels first, Michael. Why? I want to hear his you're, stuff. You're mixing up the form. Well, okay, I'll give you my top three channels. Aw Me channel, A-W-E Me. There is also Team Four Star. So what the heck is Aw Me first? Because yeah. I've they never do, heard of that before. They do, they're a channel that does a bunch of like how-to, do-it-yourself, propping, uh, they, they show how to make props. They just started a cosplay show on how to make certain cosplays. Yes. They like, and then there's like epic nerd builds and it's like, and one guy actually made, uh, an AT-AT, uh, high chair for his kid. So 
basically what this is telling me is, and viewers are probably noticing that too, that you're the crafty nerd out of the three of us. Yeah. Try to be. Well, uh, the All Me channel actually has my favorite, one of my favorite shows on. And it's actually the Man at Arms Reforged series where they make we- where they make weapons from movies, anime, comic, never and basically entertainment. And they now, make I- them actually real functional weapons. Michael's the nerd you want in the zombie apocalypse because we actually know how to do shit. <laughs> I try and learn how to do things best I can. Society will not. Brian will be like, I could take photos, and Anthony will be like, I'm real. I I can theoretically shoot a zombie, uh, survive a zombie apocalypse because I've done it many times in video games. But Michael's actually the useful. I actually try. So, <laughs> I we also have um, our not on the show member of the podcast, Daniel Cross, who does our music who has an arsenal and believes that the zombie apocalypse is going to happen. We're going to have him on the show because I, one day I was going through the back of his Jeep and found a baseball bat and said, why do you have a baseball bat? And he's like zombies. (laughs) That sounds like me why I keep it, why I keep an emergency tent and a hundred feet of rope and a knife in my car. Uh, What? When I sold my Jeep and I started driving our Honda, my wife saw me pull out a four person tent, a hundred feet of nylon rope, like, that's up to 350-pound test and uh, a good-sized pocket knife. And I put them, like, and I put the tent and the rope in the back, and I put the knife and the visor over my head. And she goes, why are you doing this? What's the point? I was like, zombies, murderers, end of society. You pick. Sound like a serial killer. <laughs> do you keep Do you keep some human meat back there just in case you run into cannibals? <laughs> <laughs> no, I try and get that fresh from anybody who's not fast enough out of their car. <laughs> Hey, we all know the rule. You don't have to be the fastest. You just have to run faster than the slowest. Uh, so, oh man, I'm not very fast, so I'm so gonna bring make, a fat friend. I'm gonna have. No, I'm I'm the fat guy, so I gotta be smart. Whenever I start, whenever everybody starts running, I gotta make sure I have like a crowbar, a bat, and like start taking out meat. You don't sound really prepared for the robot apocalypse, though. So. I don't no. think anyone is. No, you need to ke- you need to keep like a pinch or an EMP back there. You know, if I could, if I could have a, a handheld EMP device, I would. So. You mentioned Team Team Four Star. Yes. What the heck is that? This is happening again. You have interests that we don't know about. They're it's a channel. They're the biggest thing is doing a bridge series. They they do game. They do let's a lot of let's plays, but their let's plays are in the voices of Vegeta and Nappa from Dragon Balls. Like the last one I watched from them, they were doing Borderlands Two, and it was supposed to be Vegeta and Nappa playing Borderlands as a let's play, and it was actually really funny but their main stuff is doing a bridge is making a bridge series their big one is what they're known for is doing dragon ball z which and is pretty awesome it is very hilarious they also do helsing ultimate abridged they have their six episodes in and it's very crude but at the same time i can't stop laughing when I- my favorite thing from dragon ball z abridged is i'm from the future i'm from the future <laughs> Uh, and it describes the entire series up to it the does. up to GT, and they're like, "Like, oh, the strongest in the universe, but he still doesn't do crap." Oh, both the future. Well, uh, <laughs> I got a, I got some friends. We'll sit there and he'll, he'll be like, "You can't possibly believe your own hype." I am the hype. Oh, <laughs> uh, it, it's that, very that funny. It's, so I, I like watching their, their bridge stuff on there. My third one is actually the Deacon Sundry page, ran by Felicia Day. Yeah, I, you know, that's going to come up again. <laughs> it's not on my favorite channel list when we talk about favorite videos. Yeah, on there, it's the, because it covers pretty much everything geek and some sundry items. 
It's one I've, of the newer channels. It's only been live for three years, I think. I think so. Yeah, it's um, maybe two and a half. And you watch them mostly for Critical Role, right? That's my number one on there. I do watch Tabletop with uh, Will Wheaton. And then I catch a lot of their, their supplemental videos. I want to get into the show that they're on their third host now, I believe. It's uh, Signal Boost. And it's basically a host taking over for a few episodes and covering things they like. Oh, that's... I'm I'm going to bring it up now. This is on my favorite videos list, but I'll bring it up now since I'm up Geek and Sundry. Space Janitors is on Geek and Sundry. I've heard of it. I've actually seen the clicks for it, but I have not actually watched it. Space Janitors is a parody of the Star Wars universe. It stars uh, janitors on the Death Star. Uh, <laughs> and that, is, that is awesome. It is wonderful. It is wonderful. It's Canadian, and anything Canadian sci-fi is the best. It's very good. Well, they also did a show. Uh, I haven't seen the new season come up here. They've done two seasons. Uh, is uh, LARPs, and it's made out. It's made in Montreal, and it's about a group of, of LARPing friends going through life together. And it's very well done, very funny. I heard about that. I, the Guild is on Geek and Sundry too, isn't it? Well, yeah, the, the Guild is actually kind of the inception for Geek and Sundry. Yeah, they carry the, the Guild, guild on first. because Felicia Day, you know, she really broke on the scene on her own. By doing the guild completely uh, self, uh, the first season was almost completely self-funded. The next season was the next seasons were crowdfunded. It was it's one of my favorite things of all time. I love it. It's now you guys are gonna hate me for this. I've actually never watched an episode of the guild. It's a good show. Yeah, Anthony, I've, log off the episode yeah, and go watch season one. I oh, should no. watch it. I do. I do agree. I should watch the it. guild is the it. reason why. Whenever I listen to us talk. I imagine your children sitting behind you playing with blenders. <laughs> and my if that tells you anything about oh the God. show, that that <laughs> if that tells you anything about the show, you're gonna want to watch. Yeah, it's good. Sense. But the I'm, I'm gonna say, you know, the guild is really good. Anthony you should watch it. I know they have they post the seasons up as actual like um, episodes. Like, oh, I saw it online. I saw yeah, it online. Netflix like, has I, it. I, on. could, I could look it up. It's not. Yeah, Netflix has it now. Also. But Netflix posts the seasons as episodes. So season one is an episode. Season two is an episode. It's actually a good way to binge watch it. I I know you'll really like it. It it makes fun of the whole online uh, online gaming community. Yeah, I know. Like she belongs to a a MMO. It's it's wonderful. I I guarantee you will love it because I I dreamed it was great. So we're at an hour, but we're gonna keep going because we got we gotta get through a bunch of content, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're not giving up on you. We've never, we've episode, never guys. ended it an hour. Yeah, extended episode. <laughs> I think our shortest episode is an hour and twenty. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's not very short at all. And and now you know, I come up with this improvised form to switch back and forth between the three of us, and now I have to give my last two channels all at once. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Good, because this is how I wanted it. <laughs> Give us your last two channels, Brian. Um, Emergency Awesome. What is that? Um, I'm going to get the name wrong, but it's a guy named Charlie, I want to say. Um, and he does um, reviews of comic books and comic book related media. And he is the channel I go to every day for my news about things like The Flash and Game of Thrones, which is not comic book related, but Still, he, it's nerdy stuff, too. It's nerd related. What is yeah. she saying about them doing Flashpoint Paradox on the Flash? Um, so he has said some really great things. He even he even does, like, he'll do a video about the Flashpoint Paradox comic to explain what's going on on the show. 
Um, he'll also do, um, he does a series called, um, top to quote Anthony, top five WTFs. <laughs> nice. And he censors <laughs> except on occasion on the podcast because he knows he has family viewers on occasion he'll be like I'm talking about something that I have to curse so I apologize in advance and then he'll curse and then move on <laughs> um, but he's just fantastic um, when we had to narrow these down to three I had to take all my other comic book ones off because he's the top okay. uh, he, he I mean everything from Supergirl to Flash to Arrow to iZombie and then the comic books associated with them. He'll talk about Game of Thrones, and then he'll do, do book-related posts. He's just great. I, I I have to go to Emergency Awesome every day. I need to go out. I found, I found him through Doctor Who. I found him through Doctor Who, because okay. he did Doctor Who-related stuff. But, you know, he's obviously not doing that right now, because we don't have Doctor Who till Christmas. Yep. And what the heck? And then the third channel is called NerdWriter. NerdWriter is the nerdiest channel in my channel list. It's a very educated analysis of different forms of literature or cinema. Huh. What? He And on occasion media, he did a very deep vocal analysis of Donald Trump and Donald Trump's speeches. He did a breakdown of all the scenes in the movie Vertigo. Oh, wow. He's just, it, it's just, if you really want to get some just juicy educational analysis that sounds like you're at a college lecture, but entertaining. Nerd writer. I yes. This guy up now. <laughs> I found him through IO9. Oh, I like oh, that. Oh, I know, I know IO9. Okay, Nerd writer. I'm yeah, I'm definitely with that one. Up so, for sure. um, now since I mentioned that, I didn't want to. I I was going to bring this up later after favorite YouTube videos, but I'll bring it up now because screw the form, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we're free form podcast. Yes, didn't I, don't talk to me. I'm scared to teach you anything. I don't find to media standard. I find my YouTube content through things like Facebook, word of mouth, um, what YouTube recommends, and all the different blogs I read every day, um, especially io9.com. gives me a lot of YouTube. Where do you guys find stuff? Me? I, uh, I find mine through like Facebook, people posting, uh, embedding YouTube videos or linking them to them. That's, that helps me find a lot. I do a good amount of YouTube recommendations, actually, uh, through the... Through the related content uh, below the video or actually on the main screen. I do a lot of that. Uh, have you ever I, used I, the trending videos button? I'm, I actually have not used trending. I actually haven't used the trending videos button. But there, my one channel of a Team Forester, that's actually one I found through a friend. A friend of mine actually showed us. So that was a word of mouth. But mine's a lot of like recommendation or just honestly freeform uh, searching, like diving into the dark pits of the Um. I feel mostly get mine from like the social medias and also the YouTube recommends that uh, I'll be watching something and then all of a sudden this thing pops up on the corner going like, hey, you might like this because it's kind of related to that. And I'll go, oh, okay. So that's how I was able to find channels like um, Comic Book Girl. Uh, it's, just, it's not just Comic Book Girl. Like There's a number after the name Comic Book Girl was taken. Uh, I found her from a from a uh, recommended thing on uh, uh, YouTube, and it's Comic Book Girl 19. Oh, thank and you, because I was going to have to find that. <laughs> Comic Book Girl 19, I found her through recommended, and basically it's a YouTube channel of a comic book woman who talks about nerdy stuff, like kind of like we do, but she's alone, and uh, it's far more professional. Uh, I was able to find that channel through recommends. I also found the uh, Because of Science... 
That's official. Anthony says that women are more professional than men. No, um, just her particular video <laughs> series is far more professional than our podcast. <laughs> I'm going to agree with him. I just, started, I just started following her content, and I agree. She's very agree. professional. Yeah. You agree that women are more professional than men? At least her. <laughs> her specifically. Because I, I, I've, I've seen a lot of Felicia Day stuff, and I'm just like, wow. Some of her stuff is some of her stuff is thrown together. So I, I, I stomped all over your hosting form, Michael. So I'm going to hand you back the reins. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Can I? Sure, you sure. Can well, I I've just this? been seething with rage ever since you moved. What's your geeky thing from the end of the podcast to the beginning? Well, it was always supposed to be, and then it was at the end, and then it's at the beginning. You're confusing <laughs> our viewers. Man. No, it's supposed to stay the beginning. listeners. To it. I, it needs to be at the beginning. I, I want to get that to the forefront. Well, you're the I need them to know who we are and what we do. You're the boss. Why am I doing a slap hand pantomime when you can't we, see me? We don't know why. We can hear it. I knew exactly what you were doing. I thought it was fapping. <laughs> oh it's just like, I'm super mad. <laughs> it's the only way to center myself. The anger faps. Oh, God. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> yes, so... Okay, so I can have the forum back now. It's, it's my setup again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're supposed to do favorite YouTube videos now. Yeah, just, you're you know. the boss. And you're the you, boss. you have the forum, so but you're supposed to do favorite YouTube. Yeah. So Brian, what's your favorite YouTube videos? <laughs> um, my favorite YouTube video. Um, I already mentioned Space Janitor, so we're gonna move on. I went through my favorites list on YouTube, and while I was doing that, I was talking to Anthony about it, and he was like, "I don't use that." Um, oh. So I was curious about like. Because I've been using it since you knew, but that was like the only way to save stuff when YouTube was new, was Which the is, favorites. Oh, yeah. The, I use that completely. I have I have a very huge favorites, and I have, I go through it every, like, three months, and everything that's been, like, taken down or switched over to a private video, I have to build. So I'm going to do my best to describe these because they're video, but they will be linked. Um, I got Amateur by Lassa Yerksen. Um, it is a musical video created all through video editing, where he plays the drums and the piano, but he doesn't know how to play the drums or the piano. Oh, good lord. <laughs> he videotaped him hitting different drums and playing different notes on the piano. Then he took the video and edited it so it makes a song. And it's one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. It's been my favorite video since YouTube was new. It's a really old video, and it's just amazing. So... He can't actually play the drums or the piano. He does not know how to play either. He just knows how to put beats and rhythm and melodies together without actually playing the instruments. And all of the music is from the video recording. It's not recorded separately in a studio. Oh, it's wow. It's called Amateur by Lassa Yerkson. It's obviously called Amateur because he doesn't know how to play the instrument. That's so cool, though. And some of the notes on the drums are like him throwing a drumstick at a drum. <laughs> Nice. Um, my next one is also musical related. Well, almost all these are. Um, music using only sounds from Windows XP and Windows 98. I've seen this. I've seen this. What? Yeah, I've seen yes. this. It's really good. Uh, it's using like some kind of sequencer like Fruity Loops. Um, Fruity Loops is an audio sequencing software, but he's, he's using some kind of sequencer. He samples all the Windows sounds and does different audio tricks on them. And then plays them back in loops. And it's incredible. Yeah, it's really good. It's extremely talented. Guy. There's a lot of different Person. videos that do similar. But I think that it, it's the original and it's the best one. Um, then I have Bad Apple Stop Motion PV. Um, which is a theme from the anime Bad Apple. Um, but they use black cards, which are like these 
their white their cards with the characters in black and he videotapes them using stop motion animation to create the intro to the anime. Oh, it, wow. It's a hard thing to destri- describe on audio. I'm going to share it so you guys can watch it. Um, but it's it's like a flip book, but through stop motion animation with the music from the anime playing. And it's 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 probably the worst thing I could have picked because I can't get, do it justice with a description. But it's one of my absolute favorites. Sounds interesting. And then for my last one, I'm going to screw you guys up because it's probably on your lists. Charlie the Unicorn. Oh, good. <laughs> I look. Shun the non-believer. We're going to Candy Charlie. Mountain, Charlie. Come on, Charlie. We're going to Candy Mountain. Shun the non-believer. Ring, ring. Hello. Oh. Ring, ring. Hello. Ring, uh, ring. Hello. You have a bad connection. <laughs> Call again later. Oh, oh it took my kidney. It's a good, <laughs> it's a good series. It's a good little mini-series. Yeah, that that's um. They're they're still trying to make the last one. They're still working on that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, thought they were done. I yeah, thought they, they were, were making a half hour long. Whoa, that's a that's a leap. Wow. So, yo, Michael, Michael, you're in charge. I'm not in charge. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. You still have to have it back. Yeah, yeah. So, the, those are your favorites, right there. Yeah, those are my those are my five favorites. Space Janitors was on there too, but we talked about it. Yeah. So, uh, Anthony, go ahead. What's what's but, okay, I guess we'll do five. Your five favorite videos. Um, of course, there was the Mountain Dew one with Boogie. So we already talked about that. And good. then um, there is the like a G six parody, roll a D six. Oh, I love that one. That one's funny. Yep. That one is classic. Uh, it's a giant like D and D nerd parody of the song like a G six. DM's uh, gonna says you're gonna die. Roll, die, roll a D six. Great song. Uh, the lyrics are great. The soundtrack was great. It was... I have problems with that song. Who rolls a d6 to find out if they're going to die in a role-playing game? Oh my god, just um, can't fuck over it. It rhymes with g6. If, if you're playing the Serenity RPG or anything in the Cortex system or like maybe um, Werewolf or something like that. Werewolf? No, they use d10s. No, yeah. They, I, I, I just want to take the song apart because I'm a nerd. <laughs> um Next right. one would probably be, uh, have you guys ever seen, I know, actually, I know Michael has, and I know Brian has, so I don't have to ask you, but I'm talking to the listeners now. Have any of you ever seen the um, Time Warp parody with the Doctor Who? Yes. yes. The Doctor Who. That's done by the Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. I can't believe I have uh, that on one of my sets. I want to officially say that they are amazing. They are I'm incredible, not. and I'm, I am fleet plugging them. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Yeah. I'm gonna it too. I can't believe I didn't put them on my favorites, but I, I love the Hollywood show. I believe it or not, I actually liked their Twilight parodies. Well, I didn't put them on my favorites because you know I pay attention to our planning and knew what knew what <laughs> going to share. I did too, believe it or not. I do. <laughs> Whoa, guys, calm down. <laughs> ladies, the war ladies, between no, Brian ladies, and Michael ladies, starts. Which ladies, host will you're survive? Both you're both evil. My, Next Michael one said he probably... was having a podcast, so I had to give him a hard time throughout the podcast. Just trying to make him lose it. I thought it would provide good content for the listeners. Oh, I'm, you have no idea how close I am to actually. Oh, no. <laughs> Next one is a old classic. I don't even know if you guys remember it. From a YouTube group called Picnic Face. And they did the Power Thirst video. I don't. It's not ringing a bell. Ah, I got you guys. Uh, Power Thirst is. They made these commercials, air quotes. For an energy drink called Power Thirst. Gives you more energy with flavors like Manana, Fizz Bitch, and Gun. Gun? Gun. Gun is a Gun. Oh, yeah. It's this whole thing talking about this energy drink. It's like, 
Do you like strawberries? <laughs> How about raw berries? <laughs> made with lightning. Real lightning. <laughs> I don't need to watch it now. <laughs> I, I have great. never the entire first <laughs> I can probably tell you guys the whole entire first I can't stop <laughs> laughing. I can't. <laughs> You're killing me, <laughs> you have, You'll have so many babies. 400 babies. <laughs> it's great. Watch it. Power oh It's me with lightning. Real lightning. <laughs> I think I killed Brian. I can't. <laughs> <gasps> and okay. Then, okay. Over here. Hold on. I'm back. I'm. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna hear him. We're gonna hear a body hit the floor. He's like, gonna be bad. And so my last one, fifth one, will be um since Brian took. You know what? I have to name the Mountain Dew one. The next one is since Brian took. Charlie, I'm going to say llamas with hats. That was a ringtone on my phone for my friend named Frank. I had a friend named Carl. And whenever he would call, <laughs> Carl! Carl! What? My tummy was making rumblies. That only hands can satisfy. satisfy. That was his ringtone. What is that sound? It's the sound of... No, that's the sound of people drowning. <laughs> that's, that's what forgiveness sounds like. Screaming. That's worse than the than the college humor Batman where he thinks when he murders oh, yeah. somebody they're sleeping. And of course the last and final one will be Look at My Horse. Oh, I love that one. Look that at one. my horse. Oh, my horse, my horse is, is amazing. Give it a lick. Mm, tastes just like raisin. Definitely. With a stroke of his mane, he turns to a plane. Turns back again when you tug on his winky. Ooh, that's dirty. <laughs> I not tell you how the limit Oh god. Okay, we are doing this in tribute. Deal. We are doing this in tribute to Wiggle. Yes, yes. So those, those are my favorite videos. Put the lawyers back on the I had Narwhals on my list. I took it off. I uh, dropped. I, I, I replaced it with Charlie the Unicorn. I love Narwhals. I guess, I guess it's Michael's turn now. Michael. It's, it's well, okay. So my, my favorite videos, ones that I, I view the most, and I was actually scrolling through my favorites on YouTube, and two, of, and two of my actual favorites are actually at the top of the list on my favorites. It's a... Critical Role slash kind of funny crossover. It's uh, yes, I heard the podcast of that. I I have the video saved. It's actually my favorite videos because it's hilarious. Just watching them play this game. It's it's the people from the show Critical Role with the guys who work at Kind of Funny. They do the podcast game over Greggy. Can I just mention Greg's beginning voice? I got that. Jesus Christ, dude. It was horrible. All right, somebody say it without laughing so I can actually hear it. Hi, I'm Pterodon Master. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Yeah. It's his British accent and like He's to really British talk- accent. Yeah, it's the same every time. Every time they're like, can you do a British accent? This is British accent. It's, oh, I have now. <laughs> What's the name? What's the name he came up with? Uh, they, they they were actually given the names by a listener because the ep- whole episode was an idea from one of their Patreon supporters. But his his name was Pterodon Master, human human fighter male. Can't forget the rogue Democrat Obama fan. Oh yeah, one of the guys he was he was Democrat. He was he was a half elf rogue named Democrat Obama fan. Oh, that's great. And then their their, their friend who's actually kind of short. He was Nick the Mage, halfling wizard, halfling warlock. Yeah, he was double halfling. That's um, wild. But the whole episode is them playing uh, a one shot of D and D, and it was it was really good. They had one of the girl on the critical role side. One of the girls was a tiefling cleric named uh, 
What was her name? Do you remember Anthony? I can't remember, but all I know is she was a cheating bitch. <laughs> oh yeah, she was. She was so messed she's up. Such a power gamer. She yeah. she charmed Greg's character into giving up his loot from the body. Oh, that's funny. She charmed him, and he was like, she was like, you want to give it to me? He's like, yeah, I do. Here you go. Have fun. <laughs> I have to tell you, it's weird because I'm I'm the self proclaimed big deal tabletop gamer of our group, and I'm not a big fan of watching people play tabletop RPG. I thought I, I was going to like that show. I love Critical Role. It's great. It's wonder. I, I, I don't miss it. I, I'm, I'm rewatching all the back stuff, and they're like three hours long. Yeah, they're a little long for me. They're a, long, a little long on the tooth, but you get a lot of good content. I think but it's that's one break it down when you really break it down. It's just watching people sit there rolling little de- 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 dodecahedrons and writing on paper. I, I think maybe it's because I, I, I like watching tabletop. I like watching them play board games, but maybe it's because I'm just, I do so much RPG stuff that watching other people play doesn't really float my boat. Makes sense. Then the the second one, the second video, the next one is actually a Critical Role animation. So one of the fans actually took a scene from the show and animated it. And it's called Critical Role Animated Vex versus the Breakfast Chicken. Oh, no, that I would probably like. That's oh, cool. it's hilarious because it's actually like them, their characters animated and everything, like real, real easy animation and like. Showing what, and it's doing what they were describing on the show, what happened. She goes to shoot one of their breakfast chickens and rolls a one. And in the video, it goes straight through the chicken and stabs into one of the characters' necks. What the fuck? That is, that is a it's, critical it's failure of like on epic proportions. Oh, yeah. Well, because they're, they're playing this current rule D&D, so a one requires a consequence. So. Yes. She goes, and you and the the D and D the the DM he actually makes the noise when the arrow hits the neck and it, it's all and he ah ah he's got the arrow and like blood's coming out and it was hilarious and they're like okay I think breakfast done and he goes your other ghost servants are holding their breakfast drinks up already still and there's like pull okay I'm gonna have to watch that that, you that do. seems like it, a beautiful story it, it's hilarious I love it so there's those um, one is also an episode from my favorite show Critical Role. And they actually made Sok, and it's the episode where they make Sokka's meteor sword from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Wait, 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 wait! Critical Role made this? Not Critical Role, uh, Man in Arms. Sorry. Oh, you confused the shit out of me. I know. I didn't mean to say. It. It was, What's it the was name of that me. channel? The Man in Arms. What? Uh, the show is Man in Arms Reforged. The show is Ami. A W. The channel is Ami. Okay. Yeah. The they made Sokka's meteor. That is so cool. When they used actual meteor. I think my favorite video of them though was probably when they made the uh, the katana and they like made it the they old the- fashioned oh. way where they where they they <laughs> smelted their own steel yeah in in See? like a hay furnace it I was like whoa they, they, dude that is intense they smelted uh, bloom steel they used traditional techniques to make the katana it was one of the greatest episodes I had yep. seen. It took like over a month for them to do it and I was just like this is just this amazing. <laughs> And it Love came out it. beautiful. Oh, of course it did. Next is going to be She Don't Like Firefly. Okay, she Don't Like Firefly. That. And it's a song about how a guy, uh, it's a song about this guy goes to his bar and his friend's like, hey, how are things going? He's like, I broke up with her. Why? Well, and then he starts singing and the whole song is about how she was this wonderful nerd. She played Warhammer 40K. She had her own dice. She wore steampunk lingerie. She was hotter than her WoW avatar, all that stuff. And then he's like, so and the guy's like, I'm like, what's wrong? He goes, but she doesn't like Firefly. And I and I looked, and the first time I ever heard this one, I was still dating my wife. And I looked her square in the face and I was like, and I played it for her. And I looked at her, I was like, this is our deal breaker. I was like, if you don't like Firefly, 
Deal Breaker were over. So we borrowed the, the, we borrowed the series on DVD from a friend and we watched the whole series. And she was, I love it. That show is amazing. And we watched the movie and she was like, it's so great and sad. I love it. And I was like, we can get. <laughs> and the, the, the sad thing is Michael is probably being extremely honest. If she probably said, no, I hated that. He probably, I really honestly think would have left. I, it would have been the same thing. Oh, Zhao Zhen! <laughs> Hanging out the, the living room door, the house door, just flipping her off as she gets in her car. And I told I, her, yep, that's a deal breaker. I believe it. Uh, so that was the fourth one. My last one, it's always, like, it's so hard to, to think of just the last one. But I'm going to go ahead and go with one that's towards the top of my favorites list. Because it, it's actually from Lonely Island. <laughs> which which one of their many great songs is it? Yeah, we have to guess before he says it. Yes, you have to guess. Thank you, Brian. I'm gonna I guess my favorite. I'm gonna back. guess. I'm gonna guess my personal favorite from them, like a boss, or I'm, not like a boss. I'm uh, I'm the boss. The boss. I, I don't know. You guys are like a like a boss. I'm gonna the guess boss. the tale of Captain Jack. Brian, you got it right. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. Well, like I've, I've I've heard you sing the entire song, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, what are you talking about? I have not. <laughs> this is the tale of Captain Jack Sparrow. Now, now we know that's copyright content. Right. Oh yeah, we do. But I'm not. That's why I only sang like less than a. Yeah, that's what we're allowed, right? We're allowed like what six seconds. We haven't you done that piece yet. You even allowed a little bit more than that under fair use. But yeah, so but yeah, no, that's that, that's my last one because I I catch myself listening to that one a lot, a lot. Like I got a I got a crap ton of favorite videos, but that is those are like the five I do catch myself looking at a lot. And because the critical, even the critical role slash kind of funny one, I watched on why it's an, then it's an hour, almost two hours. I, I listened to it on the podcast and it was, it was good. the video is good. I like the, the video is really good. It, it syncs up really well. They, they do a very good job. I like it. And the, the, the critical role animations, there's several other ones, but the, the one against the one with the breakfast chicken, because they do a bunch of them. Like there's one where they're trying to open a door and they end up using like three spells to get the door to open. Okay, so Brian got a chance to be a host for a little bit. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my chance. I'm gonna be host for a little bit. <laughs> See, you, we, you get a little power mad after a while. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you get a little power hungry there, boys. Yeah. So I had mentioned uh, uh, two words in there on Michael Sugner's video: the words "fair use" and me and the Brian. We were talking about uh, DMCA's and fair use last night in our little chat. We were talking about YouTube, and we figured out that it's very hard to talk about YouTube and not mention DMCA laws. <clears throat> this is very true, because there's actually been uh, a lot of issues with this. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, I'm sure many of you remember, especially if you are frequent YouTube uh, watchers as we are, that the, towards the beginning of this year, there's actually a big where's the fair use um, like protest thing going all over YouTube and the social media, and a lot of people out there probably wondering what was that about so if you are curious about these things uh because we are obviously i not, am asking i'm very curious you should invite us we are obviously not super professional we don't we don't know the yeah, intricacies we, and, the, and the big a, ins and outs of it all we can't have a big legal conversation about what's fair use and how long i mean i obviously don't know how long you can play a song on a podcast yeah um i would go to this person called nostalgia critic he did a great video on uh Fair use. Writing that down. And DMCA laws. Um, but I can name some of the little tidbits about what I what I researched, because I actually did some research on this subject before I came to the podcast. Basically, a DMCA is someone's ability to say, 
hey, that thing you're using, that's mine. I copyrighted that. You can't use it. Um, now, normally in things like movies and video and song, it works okay because it's very easy to tell what's copyrighted, what's not. Um, and generally, uh, the courts handle these issues or it can be handled outside of court. It becomes very difficult with YouTube, especially when you consider the fair use laws, which state that you can use copyrighted material to a small extent in the case of things like parodies, reviews, just general discussions. Basically, you can't just show someone else's content, but you can talk about it. You can even show little clips of it if you're talking about it in the form of a review. But the way it works on YouTube is generally favoring the person make a claim because the way uh, there was this big issue between YouTube and Viacom. Viacom was suing because of all these videos being uploaded and YouTube, actually Google, who bought YouTube at the time, was like, here's what we're going to do because we don't want to get fucking, we want to separate ourselves from this. We're going to give everyone the ability to basically auto check copyright so if something pops up like a little 10 second video of a nintendo game nintendo can say if if our video of a video of our game is shown for 10 seconds we're going to copyright strike it or we're going to send a claim against it and a lot of youtubers are saying that this hurts their fair use rights and there was actually a case a real life litigated case that came out of this called the lens versus universal court case it went to the ninth circuit in which this woman named lens um videotaped a video of her baby dancing to a prince song and universal sent a uh, claim against that video and it was shut down and it went to court these lawyers actually decided to fight on behalf of lens for free and universal lost because the judges said no this was totally fair and a fair right fair fair use you can't do that, Universal, and they had to pay damages because they had to pay punitive damages. Universal That's had to pay damages. Awesome. So it is court case, basically saying there is fair use. People cannot abuse the MCA um, system, but they still do. In the past, in on YouTube, it used to be really fucked up. Where, let's say, I made a video and somebody sent a claim against me. What happens is the video is just kind of shut down or it's claimed without due process they just i want to send a claim okay it's claimed what what the fuck uh and they could even monetize that video did they even have a way to check to see if the copyright is actually held by that person you the video creator has to dispute the claim there's no as far as i know no checks or balance or system to know if that person is has the copyright and here's a very funny story according to jim sterling as uh, this he wrote a video about this he has a friend named miracle of sound who had one of his songs, he's an artist, one of his own personal songs that he wrote, he sang, his personal content, that was flagged for copyright by somebody else. Something he copyrighted and wrote himself was claimed by somebody else and YouTube. Oh, that's insane. Shut that down. So that's where things get a little bad. Um, Now you were telling me about a reviewer who, whenever he reviewed, made bad reviews on something, they would claim copyright? This is where... Things went really bad with Jim Sterling. I mentioned how Jim Sterling has had issues. A lot of a lot of um, people who don't like his reviews basically will DMCA him, specifically if he has clips of their games in the review. And they go and they, they copyright strike him to try to get rid of it. 
because they just don't want his nasty reviews out there. Again, if you go to Nostalgia Critic, I'm going to mention this multiple times, he explains it so much better than I do, and it's all the issues. Now, Jim Sterling actually discovered a very devious tactic to get around DMCA issues. Apparently, if you put multiple clips or sound of copyrighted material in that you know is going to get copyrighted, they all send claims all at the same time. Since only one person can claim it, all the claims are shut down. Nobody gets claimed over. Nobody gets Oh, that's sneaky. No one gets the monetizing. Jim Sterling doesn't make his money off of monetizing his YouTube videos. He does on Patreon. So if he knows he's going to get copyright strike, he specifically adds other videos of all kinds of other things just so that he knows it's going to shut everybody out. Uh, now, there are some positives. YouTube has recently made some good changes in that if someone does make a claim on your video and is taking your ad revenue, uh, the money now goes into a third-party escrow account. So and it before, is given to the person after the um, the claim is settled, after they determine who owns the content. So just to clarify, before they made that change, the money went to the person who made the claim. So... Yeah, and when you made a DMCA claim, there were like links of things that you could push. And one of the things you could click on is you could click a button that said monetize and could monetize the video that you're sending a claim against. Oh, so that probably caused a lot of abuse. Yeah, because people could go, I'm going to claim your video because it had like, I don't know, five seconds of my game, my video game footage on it. And I'm going to click monetize. And I'm going to click money off of your video while the, while you're taking the time to uh, fight this. Oh, that's awful. So that's where that whole where's the fear you use. Oh, no, that was great. Again, considering that the way it was monetized before, before doing a third party account, and that's actually very eye opening. Again, Nostalgia Critic says it way more like Nostalgia Critic, Jim Sterling, Total Biscuit does some, uh, has some info about it. Watch all of them. They can explain it so much better than I. But it seems like you really did your homework. Good job. Yeah, really good job on that. Thank you for bringing that uh, bringing that up to us because that's that's a big deal, especially if we ever get into anything on YouTube on that kind of a scale. I was affected by the DMCA. I mean, it wasn't against one of my own content, but I was um, I had donated to a Kickstarter to Melissa Hunter, who does Adult Wednesday Adams. Yeah, and she had done a Kickstarter for her second season, and I think only one episode aired before she got shut down because the Adams family claimed against her. The actual Adams family. Did she use the name wow. Adams family at all? Um, no. Um, but when she did use the name Wednesday Adams, and I really think that they, pro- I mean, I'm not an expert, but I, they probably had a good case to get her shut down because it didn't, I mean, it was really kludgy on if it was a parody or if it was just a, a real continuation of Wednesday's story. But oh, it was, wow. but it was great content. You can still find it if you dig. If you dig, if you go on YouTube, you can find the videos. I mean, nothing yeah, gets I, completely I taken it. off. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of gray areas with this stuff. Uh, it gets it can get really muddled and complicated. I'm I'm not going to share links to her work only because uh, if we put out in our content where to find it, it'll probably get that shut down. So I'm just going to say, look up Adult Wednesday Adams on YouTube, and you'll find it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yes. I agree. Yeah. So was there? I feel like there was something else we wanted to talk about on this. I wanted to talk about how I organize my YouTube channel. Yes. That was, <laughs> so fucking nerdy. Okay. So I use, and I've brought this up on the podcast before, I use a program called Feedly. Feedly.com. Feedly is an um, an RSS propagator. This is the 
technical part, it's called really simple syndication. What an RSS propagator does is you set it up to put your blogs in it. So every time your blogs post, your blogs will pop up on this program. So you can go through them one at a time you, or you can go through them all at once and read all your news in one place. I have io9 on there. I have Lifehacker on there. I have all my friends' blogs that I want to keep track of. You can link to Tumblr, Twitters. You can link to everything that is did periodically. You can see it on io9. I mean, on Feedly. One of the really cool things about Feedly is it works with podcasts. So you could take our feed and put it in Feedly. You can get our RSS feed from the SoundCloud site and put it in Feedly. And every time we post a new video, it'll just pop up. And if you're checking Feedly every day, you can see your content. It works with YouTube channels. A, a long time ago, I think um, four years ago, YouTube used to have a feature called Categorize, where you could mm. categorize your YouTube channel, your subscriptions. I remember that. And they got rid of it four years ago. If you subscribe to YouTube videos, you just have this big, long list of channels. Yes. With Feedly, you, could, you can take the link from a channel, put it in, and put it into a category. So I have um, YouTube-movies, uh, youtube dash comedy, YouTube dash video games or specific video games. So I can go in and go, here are all my Hearthstone videos. Here are all my entertainment videos. And it makes it so much easier to keep track. It's so less time consuming. I don't have to look through a big long list. I can just say, oh, I'm just going to view this today. I can click red for things I don't want to watch. Makes it a whole lot easier to read BuzzFeed, to watch BuzzFeed, I mean, because you know, when I watch BuzzFeed, there's a bunch of crap I don't care about. Yeah. I can just watch people eating weird food instead of watching, um, <laughs> instead of watching people try cosplay for. Them. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it's um, Feedly. I've been using it for a long time, and I've been a big proponent of it. I'll see if I can find a tutorial. The tutorial I found to set up the YouTube videos on it and share it. Um, it so in the morning I can look at Feedly. Go here's my blogs. Here's my YouTube. I'm going to read this. I'm going to watch this. In the evening, I can do the same thing, or I can just click, I don't want to watch anything or read anything today. I'm going to mark them all as red. And I don't have to go, now I'm going to go to Tumblr. Now I'm going to go to YouTube. Now I'm going to have to remember to go here. Now I'm going to have to remember to go there. I just have everything in one spot. It's a great site. That, wow, it, that yeah. sounds useful. Yeah, that's my um, computer nerd thing of the day or the week that I'm, I want to share. But I did want to hear, share one more thing. Go ahead. Because while I was planning this cast, while I was coming up with my notes, I discovered a new video. I discovered something that just came out. There is a Transformers fan film called Transformers Fan Film that is made <laughs> entirely with costuming and in-camera effects. I've heard of this. Um, what? I have not. Yeah, I have the link. I'm going to share it. It's incredible. I found it on io9 last night. Um, and it uses the 1980s cartoon feel it's great all the costumes look awesome there's no computer effects it's just it's wonderful if you're a big transformers fan check it out yeah i, I knew you guys hadn't seen it yet so we we're gonna be able uh, to talk about that, that uh, we're just yeah we'll, we'll have to see yeah we'll have to check yeah, that one yeah, it's sure. really cool so that's all i got that's oh. that's awesome so i think we actually discovered a few things about each other about things we like you know apparently i'm the one that, to go to in the zombie apocalypse of course Brian, if you want if you want stuff organized, you go to him. <laughs> also, somebody to give you a hard time on a bad day. Well, what did we were talking? You said um, Anthony was like, "I'm the producer of the show." Michael's host, and Anthony's the writer. Yeah, 
I will we'll go with that very loosely. The writer that can't spell. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking over here. I'm looking at some of the notes you wrote. Holy crap, man. So I wanted to, <laughs> since we're at the end and we're just kind of cleaning up, I wanted to ask you something, Michael. Have you ever watched Homestar Runner? No. I want you to check out Homestar Runner. Watch it. You're going to like it because there's a lot of voices you're going to want to do. Wait, we're getting homework? That's, that is Michael's work. You can check out Homestar Runner, too, if you haven't seen it, Anthony. Homestar or Homestar? Homestar. 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 Uh, I'm, I'm really shocked that you guys have never heard of it because it's, it's more a your generation than mine. Yeah, I'm, I'm I will be it. looking that up. Then. I will definitely look that up. So th- this is, you know, we're coming towards the end. So, But I want to ask you guys, you know, what you what do you guys got coming this week that might be a little nerdy? Well, I'm trying to plan what we're doing next. Um, did we want to talk about that in the episode? Yeah, actually, I think that'd be a good idea. Did did, he, did either of you guys have any ideas for the next topic? Um, I think unless we get some viewers that will come on. Yeah, yeah. You were saying you wanted viewers to to come on. Go on our yeah, Facebook they, page. Go on uh, Facebook.com slash Nerd Podcast Radio and let us know what you want. Yeah, you want they're always on. open. If, you, if there's topics that you want to see us cover or hear our opinions on, go ahead, go to our group page, let us know, and we'll, we'll try and get to it when we can. Uh, but if I'm going to bring up one, you know, just in case someone says anything, I, I would personally like to talk about um, Let's Plays these days. Let's Plays are... Let's Plays is good. I was going to suggest just video games. Anomaly. I was just going to suggest video games for the next one. Do a gaming one? Yeah, because it's a big topic. You know, we've brought it up before, but we haven't devoted a lot of time to talking about games. This is true. Games that works. I can take yeah. a nap while you guys talk. <laughs> <laughs> you play video games, Brian. I play one. Play oh, some. man. And if we do video games, I need to make a list of all the games that I, uh, I'm going to tell you guys to play. That'd be fun. It'd be Anthony's list. Yeah, for sure. Like Schindler's yeah. list, but not so depressing. So, yeah, so most likely we'll be doing gaming next time, but unless one of you listeners really want to want us to cover and, and it's something that would be really good for us we should, should look forward to gaming and you know you know this is the end of the episode we are starting to wrap up and i just want to say you know again we are now nerd podcast radio uh, except when we forget yeah <laughs> right so but yeah this is just go to nerdpundit.com nerd podcast <laughs> oh nerdpundit.com is that yeah that's the yes other guy. yes yeah, See, go, to, go to them Go to nerdpundit.com. They're awesome go check guys. Check out their website. They have a lot of interesting blogs. They review uh, general discussions, and it's very good and very interesting. A lot of long, uh, it's presently along the lines of what we do. Uh, I haven't had a chance yet to listen to the podcast. Ryan has apparently listened to the catalog. I've listened to their first one, and I haven't finished it yet because you know I don't game, so I had to watch the Let's Play to understand what they were talking about. So, so I spent the night while doing that. I understand when that's it's a dinosaur machines, right? Dinosaur machines. Yes, they're, they're, I listened to their first one as at work. Very good. So I will most likely. I'm closing a shop tonight at work, so I will most likely be listening to them. I had a nice chat with them. They were um, the the guy who runs them. They were great. They were um, they're just so nice. Uh, they were they were so happy that we contacted them and let me let them know that we were going to change it. They he read he had said that when he read we have the same name as you. He was expecting to say you need to change it right right after that. <laughs> nice. So he was really caught off guard that we were nice about it, and he's he's willing to come on the call. So. We, we can schedule that, too. We can yeah, get we him on here. Yeah, so it looks like we're, we're bring, picking up some guests for some good topics down the road. I, I'm really going to enjoy that. And, again, you know, 
And the fact that we ran into that hiccup and it was handled so well, and then we were actually able to make really good contact with somebody who's very, very interested in our project and that we're interested and we're interested in theirs. It's going to be real great. And you know, like we've been saying, you know, now we have we have ways to contact us now. Where we have our Facebook group up, Facebook slash Nerd Podcast Radio, and we have a Twitter up now. Anthony, what was that Twitter again? It's a Nerdcast Radio. All right, Cast Radio. I don't have an email address yet. I I did, and now I have to change it because of the name change. I haven't I done got, that yet. I got mine changed. I'm Mike at a Mike period Nerd Podcast Radio at Gmail. And then Anthony, did you do one or no? Uh, my own personal Twitter. No, your no, email. Uh, have you done an email yet? Um, I have one tied to the Twitter. I and here's the sad part. I literally cannot remember the name of it right now. <laughs> now I'll I'll just give my personal Twitter. My personal Twitter for the show is at nerdy that that's spelled with an I E N E R D I E nerdy Anthony at nerdy Anthony. Nice. Mine. My personal Twitter is actually going to be at nerdpregnant Mike. I, until he changes it. Until you change it. I actually looked. You have to actually write Twitter to get it deleted. So for right now, it's near Mike. I'm going to try and get it deleted. I, I I just changed it. You can just change it. I looked. I can only, it only lets me change the personal name. It won't let me change the uh, the username. I changed both. Well, then you're going to have to send me. Uh, you're going to have to message me the links on how to do that. So until further, so but it will get changed. So for now. See, I thought I was the techie one. Anthony is taking my title. <laughs> he's, he's pretty good at finding certain stuff. He, he fills your gaps. Well, you, you, you built that. My wife helps. You built I, that big fancy computer, right? Yeah. I still the don't one. care. Yeah, so I was say Brian doesn't care. <laughs> well, I mostly ask my know. wife because she knows these things. I go like, "How do I do this?" And she comes in and goes like, "Clickety clackety click," and I go like, "Thank you." So we're at an hour and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're 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 gonna go ahead and wrap. Gotta it. go. Uh, gotta all go. right. Yeah. So you know. This has been Nerd Pugget. I'm sorry, Nerd Podcast Radio. And we just want to thank you all for coming in today, sitting down with us three guys as we discuss a topic for your enjoyment, honestly. And as always, I'm Special Mikey, along with Hindu Anthony. Yep. Bye, everybody. And Super Vegan Brian. Bye. Again, this is Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to our nerd show, Podcast Radio.